What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode. We are, I'm happy to be here. Um, today we're going to be doing something a little different, but first we're going to talk. Um, a lot of you guys, I mean, I had two people last week um, criticize my films, that I, the horror films I went over, and saying some of them were not real. Yes, they are all real. I looked them up and I wrote them down on a piece of paper to talk about them. Alright, I did my research. I know what is real and what's coming out and what's not. Alright, so. Some, no, I'm not saying all of them came out in theaters because they did not. But just do not call me a liar when it comes to this show, this podcast because I do not lie. But anyway, guys, welcome back. Um, today we're going to be doing a devotional video to lift up your spirit in terms of God and Jesus. And it's going to be very fun. And I'm I'm excited to do it, you know, because I've never done this yet on this podcast. And I was like, I was watching some devotional videos. And I was like... Oh my God, that made me feel good. Like when I was watching them, I was taking down my notes and it made me feel alive. And I was like, oh my God, you know, so it's, it was fun um, to watch and I was having such a good time with it. I watched three one hour videos uh, last night on devotionals and I was taking down my notes and I was looking at those notes and I was like, I can do this tomorrow. Like, I was like, I could do this for the podcast. So, I was like, it's happening. But, yeah. So, like, in terms of, like, when people say you're a Christian, it does not mean just going to church, showing up to every church event. No, it means listening to the Word of God and how it speaks to you. All right, I mean, the habit. So, the habit of quiet may be harder today than ever before. But don't get me wrong. It's always been hard. All right, because the rise and spread of technology, however, tends to crowd out quiet, I mean, even more. So, yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about. Today, we're going to be talking about the difficult habit of quiet. Um, so, yes, and I, we are thinking about making a Turbo Talk spinoff where it's all devotional videos, but this will not be on there. This is just kind of like a preview of what you'd see, but... No, today we're going to be talking about, I've already wrote down the title I wanted, I took some notes, I'm reading off my notes right now of what to say, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, today we're going to be talking about the difficult habit of quiet. So, if, let's, let's get ready. Um, so, now we can, that we can carry the whole wide world. Well, the whole wide and um, wild world in our pockets. It's that much harder to keep the world at bay. Our phones always promise another update to see, image to like, website to visit, game to play, text to read, stream to watch, forecast to monitor, um, podcast to download, uh, headline to scan, article to skim, score to check, price to compare, and that kind of access and semblance of control can begin make quiet moments feel like wasted ones. Who could sit and be still while so much life rushes by, even if we don't immediately pick up our phones? We're often still held captive by them wondering what's new they might, like what new they might hold, what we might be missing. Um, it's So, as hard as quiet might be to come by, however, it's still a life-saving, soul-strengthening habit for any human soul. The God who made this wild, uh, wide and wild world and who molded our finite and fragile frames says of us, in quietness and in trust shall be your strength. And that is Isaiah 
chapter 30, verse 15. Um, in days filled with noise, do you still find time to be this kind of strong? Or has stress and distraction slowly eroded your spiritual health? And how often do you stop to be quiet? Now, what I'm going to talk about is what God does with quiet. So what kind of quietness produces strength? Not all quietness does. We could sell our televisions, give away our phones, move to the countryside, and still be as weak as ever. No, in quietness and trust shall be your strength. The quiet we need is a quiet filled with God. Um, but yeah, I mean, quietness becomes strength only when our stillness says that we need Him. So, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. That is Psalm 46.10. This still trusting quietness defies self-reliance. Quietness can preach reality to our souls like few habits can. It says that he is God and we are not. He knows all and we know little. He is strong and we are weak. Quietness widens our eyes to the bigness of God and the smallness of us. It brings us low enough to see how high and wise and worthy he is. You can begin to see why quietness can be so hard. It's deeply sometimes ruthlessly humbling. For it to say something true and beautiful about God, it first says something true and devastating about us. Our quietness says, without him, you can do nothing. Our refusal to be quiet, on the other hand, says, I can do a whole lot on my own. And that feels good to hear. It just robs us of the real strength and help we might have found. I mean, if you ever go into school, you know, um, there's people who ridicule you. There's kids who bully you. There's kids who do all that stuff. They're like, you can't do anything. That is Satan talking. That's not, that's not them talking. I promise you, that is Satan speaking out of their mouth. And it's, that's really what people need to realize, you know, it is not that person. I mean, it's still that person's fault, but it is also Satan's fault. It's not only theirs, it's not only Satan's, it's, it's everything that is their fault. Now, God strengthens the quiet with his strength because quietness turns weakness and need, neediness into worship. That is um, 2 Corinthians 12, 9-10. We get the strength and help and joy. He gets the glory. That's literally what that is. God realizes that we, God knows that if we gave away our phones, gave away our TV, turned off the TV for a while, um, went outside, he knew we would survive. Because, you know, I mean, back then, they didn't have that stuff. I mean, they survived and here they are now. I mean, the world could still be fun without Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook. I mean, go outside and play with your dog, and on rainy days, read a book. I mean, I'm not going to say I do that, because of course I don't. I mean, on rainy days, I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I've stopped the cell phone stuff, you know? I mean, I actually just recently deleted, um, I deleted Twitter. (laughs) Uh, I was, like, really into politics, so I would be reading Twitter and stuff, and I would I, I just deleted it, you know. I realized I was too addicted to it. I was too addicted to reading politics, reading articles that was tweeted. I mean, I realize now that maybe I shouldn't have, maybe, maybe I should not have deleted Twitter, but I did, so. And my next step is probably to take a break from social media. I mean, Snapchat, no, because I talk to my friends on there, and that's what we get from, but, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm not addicted to my phone, because trust me, when it comes to my phone, I'm pretty addicted, but I have stopped with the whole addiction. 
I'm not that addicted to it anymore. I mean, I post a few things on Instagram, then I get off and watch Netflix or something. I mean, I'm saying that as a normal human being. Like, I, I still, I still, I'm on my phone right now. I mean, recording this, but I'm not really, like, addicted to Instagram as much, you know what I mean? And at night, I'm on my phone on TikTok, and then for maybe 20 minutes, and then I go to bed. Like, I wake up, uh, clear my messages, don't even answer them half the time in the morning, and I go, go to school, get home, do my stuff that I need to do, my chores and everything, and then I get down and watch TV till probably 6 o'clock. I get on Instagram. I mean, I'll answer messages on Snap every now and then, but um, during the day, and then I'll get on Snap maybe like till 6, watch TV till like 6, um, get on my phone, see what's going on, and then I get in the shower, and I come out here, I watch more Netflix, and then I go to my room, get ready for bed, and I take, I mean, I'm getting to bed and stuff, and I watch TikTok for 20 minutes, and I go to sleep. That's literally my daily routine, so. I mean, when it comes down to terms of like, I'm, I'm sorry, there was like thunder outside, but I'm not addicted, or I am, or I'm not, or I am, I mean. I'm addicted to my phone. I'm heavily, I'm heavily addicted sometimes, but like on weekends, you know, I'm addicted to it. I'm addicted, I'm addicted. I'm, I mean, it's it does not matter what time of day it is. I was addicted. Last year, um, probably on this day, I was probably flipping, watching TikTok and TikTok for hours. Now I've kind of took that step, that leap of faith. I've took them in both of my hands. I've took that Satan in one hand. And my phone, and I just clashed them together. I mean, it was like Satan was like trying to take over me, and it was terrible. Like my addiction to video games too. Like it was terrible. Now, when you go to Dave, you say, "Can you live without video games?" I'd say, "No." If my video games were gone, I would die. That's sort of what I was thinking. And same with my phone. But now, if you tell me, I was like, "Yes, I could live in the '80s," because you know, looking at these like TV shows and stuff from the '80s, you're like, "Man, that looked like a fun time." I wish I was back then. Instead of the 2000s where there's freaking protests about everything and people dealing with Karens and BLM and politics and the fool that we have in the White House, but we don't talk about that. Um, but yeah, now we're going to talk about um, being unwilling. So the context of Isaiah's words, however, is not inspiring but sobering. God says to his people, In returning and rest you shall be saved, and quietness and in trust shall be your strength. But you were unwilling. That is Isaiah thirty fifteen through sixteen. Quietness would have made them strong, but they wouldn't have it. Assyria was bearing down on Judah, threatening to crush them as it had crushed many before. Then how do God's people respond? Ah, stubborn children, declares the Lord, who carry out a plan but not mine, and who makes an alliance but not of my spirit, that they may add sin to sin. Who set out? to go down to Egypt without asking for my direction. That is Isaiah 31 through 2. Um, even after watching him deliver them so many times before, they cast his plan aside and made their own. They sought help, but not from him. They went back to Egypt of all places and asked those who had been enslaved and oppressed them to protect them. And they didn't even stop to ask what God thought. They did and did and did, at every turn refusing to stop. Be quiet and receive the strength and support of God. I would rush to help you, God says, but you were unwilling. You weren't, you weren't patient or humble enough to receive my help. 
So how often do we choose activity over quietness, distraction over meditation, productivity over prayer? Why would they refuse the sovereign help of God? Deep down, we know why. Because they felt safe for doing what they could do on their own. Then they did waiting to see what God might do. How often do we do the same? How often do we choose activity over quietness, distraction over meditation, productivity over prayer? How often do we try to solve our problems without slowing down enough to first seek God? Now we're going to be talking about the something that was my that I was most excited to talk about that I wrote down, but it's the consequences of avoiding quiet. I'm I'm big on this one. Self reliance is of course not as productive as it promises to be, at least not in the ways we would want. The people's refusal to be quiet and ask God for help not only cut them off from His strength, but also invited other painful consequences. First, the sin of self-reliance breeds more sin again. God says in verse 1, Ah, stubborn children, declares the Lord, who carries out a plan but not mine, and who make an alliance but not of my spirit, that they may add sin to sin. The more we refuse the strength of God, the more we invite temptations to sin. Quiet keeps us close to God and we're aware of Him. A scarcity of quiet pushes Him to the margins of our hearts, making room for Satan to plant and ten lies within us. Second, they refused to be quiet before God made the vulnerable to irritational fear. Because they fought in their own strength, the Lord says. A thousand shall flee at the threat of one. At the threat of five, you shall flee. That's Isaiah chapter 30, verse 17. A lone soldier will send a thousand into a panic. The whole nation will crumble and surrender to just five men. In other words, you will be controlled and oppressed by irrational fears. You'll run away when no one's chasing you. You'll lose sleep and there's nothing to worry about. And right when you're about to experience a breakthrough, you will despair and give up. Fears swell and flourish as long as God remains small and peripheral. Quiet time with God, however, scatters those fears by enlarging and inflaming our thoughts of Him. The weightiest warning, however, comes in verse 13. Those who forsake God's word, God's help, God's way, invite sudden ruin. This iniquity shall be to you like a breach in a high wall, bulging out and about to collapse. Whose breaking comes suddenly, in an instant. Confidence in self drove a crack in the strongholds around them. A crack that grew and spread until the walls collapsed on both, on top of all of them. All because they refused to embrace quiet and trust, and trust God. And quietness and strength would be, and cr- quietness and trust would be our strength, and busyness and pride would be our downfall. For Judah ruined ruin meant falling into the cruel head, hands of the Assyrians. The walls will fall differently for us. But fall they will. If we let busyness and noise keep us from dependence and quietness and trust would be our strength. And busyness and pride would be our down, downfall. Now, how many? Like, I want to answer. I want you guys to DM me on Instagram if you got me on there. Um, How many times have you said at the beginning of the year, saying, my New Year's resolution is to stay off my phone and delete TikTok, delete Instagram, stay off Instagram, stay off all those apps, and then here, five minutes later, you're watching some funny, cute dog TikTok. Yeah, no, that's me. I, I am bad with that. When it comes down to a cute dog or a cute animal like a monkey TikTok, I'm like, oh my God, I've got to watch this over and over for 20 minutes listening to the same sound. This is how I am. It's funny. Anyways... So now we're going to be talking about mercy for the self-reliant. 
In the rhythms of our lives, do we make time to be quiet before God? Do we expect God to do more for us while we sit and pray than we can do by pushing through without Him? And verse, uh, verse 15 humbles us, but you were so unwilling. Verse 18 should humble us all more. As Judah hurries and worries and strategizes and plans and recruits, helps, and work overtime, all the while avoiding God, how does God respond to them? What is He doing while they refuse to stop doing and be quiet? Uh, therefore the Lord waits to be gracious to you, and therefore he exalts himself to show mercy to you. For the Lord is a God of justice, blessed are those who wait for him. That is Isaiah verse, uh, chapter 30, verse 18. While we refuse to wait for him, God waits to be gracious to us. He's not watching to see if he'll be forced to show us mercy. He wants to show, uh, he wants to show his mercy. The God of heaven, the one before time, above time, and beyond time, waits for us to ask for help. He loves to hear the sound of quiet trust. Blessed, happy are those who wait for him, who know their need for him, who ask him for help, who find their strength in his strength, who learns to be and stay quiet before him. So, honestly, if if you think about it, it's it's a very honestly. I mean, when people at the beginning of the year they make diet like. News resolution like I'm gonna go on a diet this year. I'm not gonna drink pop. I'm gonna stay off my cell phone. I'm gonna stop watching as much Netflix, you know. And that's that is weird to me because like I'm the same person when it comes to that stuff. I'm like I'm gonna delete TikTok in a few in right now, and then I go to delete TikTok, and then I get a notification. I'm like. And I'm like, I go to de- to delete my account, and I see this funny TikTok that I'm watching. I was like, maybe later. So that's what I'm talking about here, like quietness. You, g- I'm sure a lot of people are in church, and they're like talking and stuff. God is quiet for you sometimes. You can be quiet for Him. If you don't want to go to church, don't go. But it is best you do go because you learn. I, in the past two months i have turned three atheists into actual full-blown christian one is actually preaching um on the gospel at his church new church this sunday so it's it's gonna be it's different i mean um i'm very excited to see like how he does because they do live streams and stuff but people can change i know they can't you could be quiet for God for an hour and 30 during Sunday of church and an hour for Wednesday service. You can do that because if you could be quiet in school, you can be in quiet in church. And if you can be quiet when you're mad, you can be quiet in church. I mean, that's very really it. What I wanted to talk about with this one, I really should have chose a longer one. But honestly... I know I promised longer episodes, but this one I could just not fit everything into 50 minutes. I mean, I wish I could have, but I could not. So, yeah, like I said, choose time for God. To take Get off your phone. Preach the gospel. I mean, try to preach the gospel to even yourself. You can say stuff preaching the gospel to yourself. I do that all the time. I'm like, God did this. God did that. I do that all the time. I mean... So, or Jeremiah did that, Judith Judith did that, and um, yeah. So, thank you guys so much for watching. Um, We'll be back here with the new episode, same time, same day, same week.
actually different week, but still, enjoy. Um, I mean, thanks for thanks for watching. I will see you guys next time.